Thank you very much. Uh, Hillary, I want to talk to you about home title lock. I got a crash course into uh, home title theft. Uh, and you got to pray that this doesn't happen to you because it can ruin you financially. This is how the crime happens. Uh, legal titles to your homes are kept online where they can be hacked. A cyber thief finds your home's title, forges your signature on a, a deed, and then you say, oh, well, they sold our their home. Uh, I have it now, and I'm going to borrow against that equity. Your equity is your financial future uh, for so many Americans. It's your retirement plan. It's uh, kind of, it's probably how you're going to pay for uh, everything. <laughs> you're going to be borrowing against that equity for years to come. Um, you're not protected by insurance for this. Your bank, your common identity theft programs. Uh, home title lock isn't a common identity theft program. It's, it does something different. It protects you against home title fraud. And in the unlikely event you become a victim, uh, well, you know, look, it's becoming more and more likely that you might become a victim and you want to be protected because you're talking about a quarter of a million dollars in legal fees to try to restore your home's title. And that goes on top of what you're losing from your equity. HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Register your address, see if you're already a victim, and then use the code RADIO for 30 risk-free days of protection. The code is RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. The radio program begins in just a moment. Rudy Giuliani with our election update. Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We only have a few minutes with Rudy Giuliani, and we got a lot to talk about. We're going to start there in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, guess what you're getting your stocking this year? Yeah, yeah. Your timeshare maintenance fee. How great is that, huh? Um, Timeshares. Oh, it sounded good, right? When you were offered a free Mai Tai, it was so great. Uh, But boy, don't you wish you would have, you know, eaten your arm, you know, instead of signing anything with that arm. Right now, um, this is just tying you up. You're not able to use it, most likely this last year, maybe not this year. Get out of your timeshare. There is one group that can do it legally and 100% guaranteed. It's Timeshare Termination Team. Get the process started today. Don't don't put it off. Don't get stuck with another year of timeshare that you're not going to use. You're going to get 20% off when you terminate your timeshare. Make sure you tell them that I sent you. It's 888-GET-YOU-OUT. 1-888-GET-YOU-OUT. That's 888-438-8688. Or you can go see them online, timeshareterminationteam.com. Have the peace of mind with Timeshare Termination Team's 100% money-back exit guarantee. Learn more online at timeshareterminationteam.com. Because it is the Christmas season, I'm going to call him by his full name. Rudolph Giuliani <laughs> is uh, with us now. Hey, Rudy, how are you? I'm good, Glenn. How are you? I'm. I'm. I could be better. We could not have. We could have. You know, uh, Donald Trump serving another uh, another term. 
Um, real quick, I want to touch on this. Are, will you guys, are you continuing the investigation? Yes, we are. We, uh, there's no reason to stop it. I mean, there's so much to investigate. So now what we're doing is we're, we're going to forensically examine the machines. It took all this time to get them available to us because all these secretaries of state are playing cover-up. But we're going to start examining the machines in Arizona, in Maricopa County, to see how similar they are to the machines in Michigan that turned out to be 62% inaccurate. Mm. And I, I'd like you to note uh, that the hearing yesterday, Krebs, Mr. Krebs said, oh, he read that report and, you know, 62% clerical inaccuracies. I mean, you know, so what? That means more of the vote was wrong than right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I, and I read the report and I read his testimony, too. He 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 acted like he, he said it was nonsense. I can't even I couldn't even understand the report. I read the report. It's easy to understand. It's very easy to understand. The yeah. machine, the machine is like a computer. You can change it anytime you want. Yeah. It's not a a counting machine. It's a calculating machine. So is there a possibility of of a special counsel or anything that can't be stopped? There is a possibility of that. And I think that uh, once we get these preliminary results, results from Arizona, we can see whether one is justified. I also think there's a chance that if we could uncover... Uh, 10,000 votes that were changed in Arizona, the Arizona legislature might just take this into their own hands. Uh, The people of Arizona actually almost had a popular rebellion. The state legislature was about to put this aside, and they started demonstrations about 10 days ago, all throughout Arizona, because they claim they know their election was stolen. Now, think of why they know their election was stolen. He lost by 10,000 votes. How many illegal Immigrants yeah, I know. Think voted in Arizona. I know. Hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. Of course, it's stolen. So seven thousand dead people voted. That's pretty close to stealing it right there. Rudy, we have a real problem um, we if we don't trust the process. If we oh. lose trust in this vote, we have nothing left. It is vital that you and others continue to find the facts and when you have a buttoned up case when you have a hunter biden uh uh computer you've got to release it and it's got yeah. to be it this has to stop are you con- are you convinced at all that we can trust the vote in georgia no it's the same machine yeah they haven't changed it one bit the same illegal rules they're already saying that there's more turnout now in Georgia than there was for the general election. Well, th- th- there's no reason to believe that it'll be an honest vote. The machines are not uh, secure machines. But it, they don't have signature verification. Donald so Trump anybody can sign anything, anything that they want. And Donald Trump has been saying, you've got to go out and vote. I want to switch because I know you are short on time. Let me um, uh, let me go to Bill Barr and uh, uh, and Durham, the special counsel is I mean, I'm really disappointed in Bill Barr. I know everybody loves him, but I'm very disappointed in him. Um, There There can't be anyone who had more respect and more trust in Bill Barr than I did. Uh, I don't know what happened. I really almost can't answer for it. It, It's totally inexplicable to me, particularly since the Hunter Biden allegations and the Joe Biden allegations are two years old, Glenn. I know. 
I know. Two years old. They're and not, he, is it new? And he knew it, and he wouldn't verify. And he hid behind, well, we just don't do that. No, no, that's... Am I wrong, Rudy? Oh, of, course, that, of course you're right. I tried to make that point. Well, he could have first done this 18 months ago. Right. Well before the election. I, I tried to argue to anybody I could, it's better to do it now than wait until after the election. Then... <laughs> well, Right. Let's do it now. Let's get it over with. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not true. If right. It's true. He can't run. He's got to go to jail. If it is, if if it if it uh, if it's not true, well, then he was wronged, and he'll probably win. I think conservatives are are missing the point on this. They're all saying, "Oh, look, the press is admitting it now." No, they're not. They're saying this is a tax scandal. This is a money laundering scandal. It is also on the same emails that are that are being you know touted as true now by the mainstream media they leave out the big guy they leave out the uh my dad needs a key to the office all of that stuff this implicates out the one they used to hate me for putting on television they actually kept me off television for a long time because of this one text uh hunter texas father or his daughter uh i had to always kick back half to pop for 30 years right that's the whole conspiracy. 30 years of kicking back to so the top. So will there be a special counsel? Can the president appoint a special counsel, and will he, before he leaves sure. office? Well, this is, this is uh, uh, my advice as a citizen. I can't tell you my advice as a lawyer. But my advice as a citizen is we, we need to have a special counsel. We have to get to the bottom of this. And don't make no mistake about it. The, uh, the target of the investigation is Joe Biden. Uh, Hunter is a small player in this. Hunter, Hunter is like, uh, you know, one of the soldiers in the mafia. Uh, Joe's like the head of the family. And, uh, and there's plenty of evidence against Joe. You can't, one of the reasons they don't want to really open up the investigation, if you open up the investigation, immediately Joe goes to the top of the list of people that have to be considered for indictment. Right. Immediately. No, no, no uh, competent investigator, prosecutor wouldn't do a chart here. It's a family case, gone on for 30 years. And I'll tell you who's on the top of that chart. And there's evidence he's been getting money for 30 years. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, um, let's talk about pardons for a second. I know we've got, we've got to cut you loose here, but um, please tell the president he should pardon his family. Um, and I know it doesn't cover, you know, state things, but they are going to kill that family any way they possibly can until he says, I'm never going to run again. And I hope he just keeps stirring it up um, when he gets out. He should also look into pardoning Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, uh, for um, uh, for his support for Donald Trump. He's now uh, getting trouble. Oh, my. Well, I'm sure he's looking at this very, very carefully. And uh, that's something I really can't talk about. But uh, the president has a big heart. The president knows what ha- nobody knows better what happened than the president. Of the United States. I know nobody knows the full magnitude of this obstruction of our government. This could be the worst thing that's ever happened internally in our government. Oh, I think I it is. I, I think mean, it is. The Civil War. I don't, the Civil War was out front. You know, we had yep. a war. Yeah. It's uh, internal trying to. Yeah. It's been going on for a long time, Glenn. It, 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 this has been planned for a long time, much longer than people think. 
Rudy, keep fighting. And uh, please, you too, please, uh, you too. And uh, please tell the president uh, how grateful we are. And uh, we've never seen anybody take bullets like him before in our name. And we appreciate it. Thank you, Glenn. You bet. Thank Merry you. Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you. Rudolph Giuliani, former mayor of New York City and uh, host of Common Sense. That's a podcast. And, of course, the attorney for um president donald trump all right let me take a one minute break and then we come back and uh, cover some of the other crazy news today uh we'll do that in a second first let me tell you about american financing if there's one thing that americans are used to it's standing on the precipice of change sometimes it's good sometimes not so good now i just heard that uh i just heard that it looks like the fed is going to keep interest rates down uh they they might even go lower. I can't wait until they start paying us to take out loans. Won't that be nice? Except here's my prediction. You won't be able to get a loan. You won't be able to do it. But the banks will be able to do it. So the banks will be able to uh, borrow money from the Fed and they'll make lots of money. Oh, wouldn't that be great? <sighs> do yourself a favor Give American Financing a call today. Don't wait. You don't want to put this off. See if they can't help you take your level of preparedness to the next level by getting into a new mortgage or a consolidation loan without resetting your mortgage. It's American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. 10 seconds, station ID. Hello, Stu. Glenn, how are you? Oh, my. Are you Are you, What? How deeply are you in the Christmas spirit right now? Oh, my. <laughs> Enthralled completely? Oh, my gosh. Yes. I've, I've got uh, I've got bells on my feet. That's good to hear. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't hear them. No. Well, I I don't do a lot of walking. Nowadays. <laughs> no, so, no, no. Yeah. It's tough. It's with all this stuff going on. It's uh, it is a it's a tough year, but I think people are desperate to kind of jump into the holidays a little bit. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> it's kind of tough to deal with it. Uh, we had uh, we had Nicole Arbor in yeah yesterday tonight on Blaze TV uh, about an hour an hour and a half interview with her. She is fascinating. She is. I, I swear to you, she's like a lost sister. I, I, I've. She said so many things, even on the air yesterday, uh, just, you know, in 10 minutes, we've never met before. And honestly, my producers asked her, honestly, without even me knowing it, who prepped you? Who, who told you? Did you, were you told about Glenn, about X, Y, and Z? She was talking about Martin Luther King and how if anybody resorts to violence, we lose. Hmm. I've never heard anybody else uh, really talk about that uh, in the same way that she talked about it is the way I talk about it. She came out and she's like, I am a huge fan of Walt Disney. I asked her, who are your comedic, <laughs> who are your comedic heroes? Because she's a comedian. Oh. 
Lucille Ball and really Desi Arnaz. Desi really didn't get credit for it. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> you're a you're a freak. Like just the, like me. The Glenn Beck show Bible. Yeah. Somehow she came across. Yeah. And mm. she is, you know, she's going to talk about uh, on this podcast. I recorded it yesterday with her. She talks about her struggle. You know, she was hit by a car. Uh, she was getting out of a car and she was kind of twisting. She had one foot in the car, one on the ground, and somebody uh, rear-ended the, the car. So she came down. She kind of snapped her back, uh, banged her head really hard. For 10 years, she was in bed. In bed for 10 years. Doctor said she'd never walk again. Uh, she would be uh, on, you know, convalescent care. For the rest of her life. Some of that sounds bad, but 10 years in bed sounds interesting. Oh, I'm kind of, I'm willing it? to sign on to it. Yeah. I'm willing to sign on to a couple of years just to check it out. Yeah. Just to do yeah. my research. Yeah. You know, she, but, she, but she's fascinating. She said, I was suicidal. I was ready to off myself. She said, I had the plan. I was going to do it that day. And she said, and I swear to you, I heard the voice of God. And she said he sa- strangely sounded like Denzel Washington. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I mean, I'm Morgan Freeman. I could buy. Uh, <laughs> even strangely, in in 2020, if God sounded like William Shatner, okay, yeah, probably, probably. Uh, but she said he sounds like Denzel Washington to her. Uh, and uh, he said, "Not time to give up. It's time to get up. Get up." And uh, walk. And she's like, I can't really walk. Uh, But she was so motivated by it. She started really listening to spiritual leaders and religious leaders. She's listening to, you know, Christian podcasts every day. She cut out all negative stuff. Yeah, she was she was uncomfortably positive a few times. Yeah, uh, I, I, I told her I said to Mary Poppins it. would just beat the snot out of you. <laughs> you know, Mary would be get up one morning and like, okay, cheerleader, I can't take it anymore. Uh, but she's the most positive person, and she said one of the biggest changes uh, in her life came from not watching crap. She said, I don't, I don't watch. I don't watch anything that's real negative. And I'm like, uh, I feel the same way, except with positive inserted instead of negative. <laughs> uh, it's true. I don't watch enough of that. I was, I, I was, uh, I, <laughs> I was in, uh, um, uh, I don't know, this is a while ago now, but it was like a park and there was someone who was like jogging in the park and, you know, and there was like a short little path yeah, yeah. around. And every time she passed, she had the biggest smile on her face. Now, first of all, you're running, so like that's hell. And, yeah, you know, you're I mean, basically torturing yourself for no you're, reason. You're, um, you're, you should be in an <laughs> asylum if you're smiling while you're running. And we kept joking about how every time she would pass by, this gigantic. She was listening to something funny, mm-hmm. and something this gigantic smile was on her face the whole time. And I was like, I, I, it, it was one of those moments you wanted to say, like, I'll have what she's having. Like, yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. know. Yeah, you know, I think that is true. You can get yourself sucked into like really dark programming. Like, I love shows like breaking bad and oh Ozark. My gosh. i love that i stuff, love them but you can get overwhelmed by it if you watch too much of it you really do need to like can balance I, your diet on that stuff sometimes. can i ask you what's not like that 
I'll have to get back to you on that one. Yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, <laughs> what's not like that? Yeah. I mean, I understand Christian programming and, you know, old Disney films. But really, what's out there that is happy? That's not like... This is the best murder show I've ever seen. <laughs> I, do, I do watch a lot. You watch, you get into one of those true crime documentary series, and like yeah. it's so enthralling. And then you realize you've just been, you've just gone through, you know, yeah. hours and hours and hours of yeah. thinking about murder. Right. Like right now, I'm reading um, uh, Hitler Downfall, which is the the there's a two part you know long biography series uh, by uh, God, the G- German author. Um, and he, and uh, it, it is, uh, God, is it, so it's, a, it's anyway, a biography. It's a new one. Yeah. Like, oh. you know, they have about every eight to 10 yeah, years, yeah, yeah, yeah. you get a new like, this is now the this is now the, the yeah. biography everyone talks about with about Hitler. And so um, 2016, I think it was the, the first one, Hitler, um, Hitler Ascent came out. And now this one's that. Hitler Downfall. They're really, really good and really, really like a thousand pages each. So it takes you a long time. But then you're spending a thousand pages of reading Hitler. on Adolf freaking Hitler. I need some time off. Can we turn on Ozark? <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're... Uh, yeah, I know. It's it, bad. It, it's, I, it's probably not healthy. It's, she's probably making the right decision by... <laughs> no, I could pretty much guarantee... She's making the right decision. Yeah, you're probably You know, right. I mean, you know, the old the old line that I've I've often quoted, that which you gaze upon, you become. And it is I mean, I'm not going to become Hitler by reading the book oh, about I Hitler. Know. I've I've come out um, I don't know, you know, white nationalist. You know, reading about uh, Hitler in this sort of detail really convinced he's a bad guy uh you know it really <laughs> really because i didn't need to go deeper on <laughs> no, that one i, I pretty really. much had that i pretty uh, much had that. volker uh, volker ulrich is the is the okay. uh, author i would definitely recommend it i mean it's really really uh good and you get a real deep understanding and you see a lot of the patterns that we warn about you, you can see how you go down uh-huh. these roads uh-huh. um, and then you get into that and you're like crap i keep now i'm thinking about that all the time and and it's not a I really it's should not stop a happy reading place. it is what I'm saying. It's I not a happy stop. place. Yeah. I, we were talking about, uh, what was that diary that I read? Was it Surviving Hitler or something like that? Uh, written oh, in yeah, the 1930s. Yeah. Have you read that yet? I haven't read it, no. Uh, Stu, you have to read it. I know. It. You've, I read it a list. year and a half, two years ago. And I every page I'd read, I'd be like, oh my gosh, that's happening right now. Uh, I can't even imagine. I'm going to reread it. Yeah, surviving Hitler, a boy in the Nazi death camps. So I mean, no, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. No, I'll have to look it up. I'll I'll, I'll tell you after the break. Okay, but it's really good. And I'm also reading V (laughs) two or V one. Uh, about the the uh, rockets, uh, but it's oh, oh really? Oh, it's really good. It's a novel, but it's really mm. really good. Anyway, okay, I think enough Nazi talk for uh, today. <laughs> Something positive. We have Franklin Graham joining us next. This is the Glenn Beck program. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, that took us to an unexpected place. Uh, there's an awful <laughs> lot of bad stuff uh, that is out there, obviously. And you don't need to put this on your plate as well. When it comes to your identity, this could ruin your credit, put a huge stain on your financial credibility. Uh, It could take years and years to fix. I mean, somebody could have used your identity to vote for Joe Biden. Your identity will never recover from that. 
When it comes to protecting your identity, what you really need is LifeLock. They will detect a wide range of identity threats. I mean, nobody can monitor everything, um, but they monitor things, you know, like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect that your information is being used in the network, they will send you an alert and work with you to fix it. LifeLock. Save up to 25% now off your first year at lifelock.com. That's lifelock.com, promo code Beck, or 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or lifelock.com, promo code Beck. And head on over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Save 10 bucks. What a great gift for the holidays. Blaze TV. Hey, today's going to be a uh, very positive show. I'm going to try. Because uh, uh, I just, I, I, I'm done with it all. I mean, I just can't take any more of just living that uh, doom and gloom all the time. We've been in it now forever. And can we just have a couple of weeks where we just talk about good things? Because there's a lot of good things going on. Do you hear about the guy down in Florida, he's not a rich guy. He just he just put out seven thousand dollars and paid for anybody who was behind on their electric or gas bills um, in his neighborhood. He does it every year. Apparently, he saves up all year and he does it every year for anybody who's behind because. He was in that situation when he was younger and had a young family, and he said it, we, had, we, we, we had almost frost inside the house because I couldn't afford food and heat. So now he does it every year, and I just think that's great. And if I knew where he lived, I would move into his neighborhood so I could skip like six months of paying my bills every year. Anyway. Um, Franklin Graham is with us and everybody knows who Franklin Graham is. Uh, Samaritan's purse is, is really an amazing, uh, charity. We do a lot of work, um, with, uh, with Franklin's organizations. Um, he's got operation Christmas child going on now. How many years has operation Christmas child been in operation? Uh, Glenn, 27 years, 27 years. And did you start that? Uh, it was started by a man in England who wanted my help during the war in Bosnia if I would be willing to collect some shoeboxes here and, and we would give them to children in refugee camps. And we did that for two years, and the guy in, in England said uh, he didn't want to do it anymore. And uh, I thought, you know, this is, a, this, is a, this is a good thing. We're going to keep doing it see what happens. And here we are, you know, 27 years down the road and almost 200 million boxes. And you are, this is the largest Christmas project of its kind in the world. It is. I mean, I don't know of anything. I mean, there may be other programs that may be bigger, but I don't know of them. Yeah. Uh, this, is, uh, this is just huge. And so, it's something God has done, Glenn. Tell me about it. Well, it's just, you know, people have asked me, you know, you know, how did you come up with this idea and all this kind of stuff? I didn't. It's just God. God has taken a simple idea of taking a shoebox and given it to a child, and he has multiplied it like the fishes and loaves. Uh, it, it's incredible. Uh, p- people get excited about it. Churches do it. Individuals do it. Uh, businesses do it. 
And um, we, we want every child that we give this box to, we, we want them to know that God loves them and that Christmas is about God's love. Uh, the Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in him shouldn't perish but should have everlasting life. Uh, God so loved the world. He, he loved us, and he sent his Son, Jesus Christ, uh, to take our sins. And I, I want the world to know, I want the children of the world to know how much God loves them and how much they mean to him and how precious they are to him. And so we ask everybody who packs a box, pray for the child who gets the box. I don't know who's going to get your box, but God does. And this year we'll collect somewhere around uh, 10 million boxes. Jeez. And having 10 million people pray for 10 million children, I mean, you, you know God's going to hear those prayers and do something fantastic. So you can do this and you can participate just by going to SamaritansPurse.org, uh, SamaritansPurse.org, and you can pack a shoebox virtually, and it's uh, hygiene stuff, it's a toy, what else is... What else can you put in these things? Well, we put, we put toys. We ask them for school supplies. You'd be surprised mm. if kids don't even have pencils uh, and, and crayons. Uh, they don't have uh, a pen. Uh, we ask them to do you know, something like uh, put a comb, a toothbrush. You'd be surprised at how many children have to share a toothbrush with somebody. And you give them their own toothbrush and how excited they are just I to know. get a toothbrush. But, you know, a wool hat, uh, so, some gloves. Uh, sunglasses, that is a huge thing, a flashlight. Most kids um, in the world, when the sun goes down, they're in the dark, and to give them a flashlight is huge. You know, it's amazing. Um, I was just talking to somebody yesterday, uh, Franklin, and I, I said, if you asked anybody, anybody of any age, uh, when, if you could choose, when and where would you be born? And... Unless it's in the future sometime, which I don't know if I would choose that, everyone would say today in the Western world, you know, America. And yet we are tearing ourselves apart. We're we're whining about everything. We are saying it's not good enough. And yet when you go overseas, and I know this to be true, when you go overseas and you give a child or even an adult something very small that you probably just throw away and you don't think twice about it, it's a very big deal. It is a huge deal. And uh, we, we are very rich in this country. Even the poor uh, of our nation are rich compared to uh, the poor in other countries. And so uh, we are, I think we're, we are spoiled. And um, we are influenced so much by uh, what people watch on television or in the movies, and uh, that has a big impact on uh, on us and our, our lives. But but in spite of all of that, Linda, there's there's some good things out there. I know we have some wonderful people. Uh, one of the things we do is we we send about 800 doctors and nurses every year to go work in uh, missionary hospitals around the world. These are these are volunteers. Uh, they pay their own expenses. And they go to some of the toughest parts of the world uh, just to give. And it just thrills my heart when I see these uh, people go. I've got a team I was uh, meeting with just uh, yesterday, and they're on their way to Yemen to work uh, for Samaritan's Purse. And, and uh, sharp young uh, men and women, I thought, you know, it's this country, there, there's hope when you see, you know, young people like this willing to go out and sacrifice and, and give their best to help other people. So um, I'm encouraged, Glenn, you know, when we go through the election like we just had, 
Uh, you know, people have asked me if I'm disappointed uh, in the result of the elections. No, you know, you know what my answer is? I'm grateful. I'm grateful to God that for the last four years we've had a president who put America first. I'm grateful, and I thank God for that. I'm grateful that uh, he appointed conservative judges. I'm grateful to God that he's supported uh, life. Uh, we have never had a pro-life no. president like Donald Trump. Mm. And so I'm just grateful for what's happened these last four years. And we need to pray now for uh, the president-elect that uh, God would uh, put maybe some good men and women around him that would help him. And uh, he would do uh, some great things for our nation. Um, but we need to pray. Uh, our country, no question, is in trouble. Uh, we're divided politically, morally, spiritually. We're just, we're just a divided nation. And only God can bring us back together. And my hope is not the Oval Office. Uh, my hope is in God. Yeah. I will tell you that, you know, I was against uh, Donald Trump in 16. I just didn't believe that he would do any of the things that he said he would do. He ended up doing more, and I became a big fan of his. Um, and, you know, I, I, I've been overwhelmed in the last few days of, and I don't know if people, you know, uh, understand this, but because I was against him and and it bothered me when when people said, no, he's going to he's going to be on God's side. I'm like, how, how, how? And yet God is the best at making lemonade out of lemons. Any kind of anything, anything flawed, he can still use. And he used Donald Trump, I think, in big, big ways. And I didn't see it. So I don't know what's going to happen in the next four years. But I do know that it's all going to work for God. God has a plan, and uh, there's no question. And when you, when you read the scriptures and when you read uh, the book of Revelation, uh, the things that are going to take place in the future, many people believe that, that those things will happen properly uh, sooner than we think. Yeah. And uh, the Bible predicts that there's going to be a one-world system, a one-world monetary system, a one-world government. And uh, we know right now that there are there are globalists that's what they call themselves yeah and that's really what they want they want a one world system and uh, they want a one world uh, electronic type of currency <laughs> and uh, and the technology is here today glenn you know i that. know uh, i know uh, and it could happen and so it's kind of exciting you talk about you know what period of history would you like to live in well today no question about it because we're seeing i believe uh, prophecy being unfolded uh, before our eyes. I agree. And excited, and when you read the last pages of, of the scripture, we see who wins. God wins. Yeah, it's not the Democrats or Republicans. It's it's God. I, I and mean, he wins, and he puts his son on the throne. I don't know if this makes me a pessimist or an optimist, but um, this uh, this summer, I I prayed an awful lot about what do we do and where are we and. And I really feel as though there's a good chance that we are living in those days that have been prophesized for a long time. I don't know when, but it actually made me feel better because I was like, oh, God's got this. He's going to solve this. And I don't know if that's going to happen in my lifetime or whenever, but looking at it in looking at our problems, trying to look at it through his comforting eyes. It actually works. Yes, it does. And uh, this is an exciting period of history, Glenn. And, and so, you know, when we, when we ask ourselves, what should we be doing? Well, uh, Jesus told his disciples to go into all nations and to make disciples and to baptize them in his name. 
and and you know that's what I I want my life to be about. I want I want to tell others about a God that loves them and His Son, a Savior, Jesus Christ, who came from heaven to this earth to take our sins. Uh, I want the whole world to know that. And I know that there are many people that are angry and mad and uh, discouraged. Well, listen, just take a deep breath and realize God made you and created you, and He's got a plan and a purpose for your life, and you need to find out what it is. And if you confess your sins and return from them, repentance, repent from your sins, and believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you can be assured that you'll be saved, and your sins will be forgiven. And and when you leave this world, whatever that day comes, uh, you can have that confidence knowing that your soul will be in the presence of God for eternity. Franklin, I want to thank you and wish you uh, the best of uh, Christmases and this uh, season. Uh, as you know, you, your father, your sisters have played a big role in my life, whether you know that or not. Um, but it, I, I'm grateful. There have been some very important moments in my life that are connected to your family. And thank you for who you are and what you do. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You can go to SamaritansPurse.org and help out SamaritansPurse.org. Um, by the way, in hour three... We are going to do something special for um, for small businesses um, because we've got to help them out. And I told you when COVID started, I was going to do a series of uh, paintings. And I said, I probably auction one off or whatever. Well, I, I ended up doing, I don't even know, 10. Um, and we have put them up at glenbeckart.com. And these are not the originals. These are called Giclés. And so they're much more affordable. But everything sold in the next 24 hours, every penny is going to go to help small businesses in the country. So if you are looking to uh, get a Christmas present or you want to help, uh, you can do that. But we'll give you other ways you can help. But you can check it out now at glenbeckart.com. Every penny goes to help small businesses and you can do that right away today all right our sponsor this half hour is omaha steaks you want to do something nice for your fellow man give them a big juicy steak i'm just saying a big juicy steak stakeholder capitalism that's what i call it the guy who is Holding and selling the stakes. I don't think that's what that means. I think mm. I'm going to go there, though. <laughs> I think, you know, it's what the Chinese have. Stakeholder capitalism. Uh, where everybody, I think everybody gets a big stake. I remember in the old days, my mom would say, oh, the people in China are starving. Nope. Stakeholder capitalism. <laughs> uh, and uh, Omaha Steaks can bring that reality into your holidays. They are fantastic, fantastic gifts. You're going to get a big box or somebody you love, get a big box of meat. Uh, and it's fillets. It's, it's chicken breasts. It's uh, hamburgers and hot dogs. It's fantastic. I want you to check out the Deluxe Grillers assortment. Because when you buy that, you're going to get four free burgers and a free digital meat thermometer at an exclusive price. I suggest giving these to a vegan or a vegetarian. And they're like, oh, I can't use it. You're like, oh, gee, I'm sorry. I I just have to get it back to you, Glenn. Okay. I'm sorry. OmahaSteaks.com. Enter the code BECK into the search bar. That's where you're going to find all of the specials for the holiday season. It's OmahaSteaks.com. Promo code BECK. 
listening to Glenn Beck. I've got something, uh, something that uh, was exposed by Trevor Loudon. You know Trevor. You remember Trevor? Um, been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been since you know Obama. Yeah, left that's office. right. That's when he. Yeah, yeah. Because we haven't had like people like Anita Dunn running around going. You know, Mao was my favorite. <laughs> I remember that. Jeez. <laughs> and the smacking of the lips, I yeah. do remember as well. Yeah, it's like, have a glass of water, woman. <laughs> um, but there is um, there's a new document that he has uncovered that is uh, demanding that Biden clamp down on conservative Christians. And we're talking about hmm. you must destroy them and re-educate the country. And when you look at the authors and uh, the people behind this, they're all from Congress. They're all members of Congress. And this is a real document. It's a no, I made it up. I, it's not your reporting. So I'm, no, I'm, I know it's a real I, document. Is, I'll, I'll give you the original source. We're going to post wow. it at glenbeck.com here in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. We'll post the original document, not the story about it, the actual original document. So you can read and you can read about the group that all these congressmen are in and some of them are founding members of. Uh, And it is uh, you want to talk about a war on Christmas. No, this is just an out and out war on Christ. And it is where we're heading, including Warnock in Georgia. He has just said we have to quote de- we have to dismantle this the value is the system. Glenn Beck program.